Hello, everybody. My name is Sigflup, Sigflup Sinislawl, that is, and you are listening to Hacker Public Radio. In this exciting edition of Hacker Public Radio, we are going to be talking about the Sega Genesis. Uh, specifically, we're going to be interviewing Kibbles about Kibbles One, that is, about his VGM driver. So, what is a VGM driver? You might be asking us. Well, a bit of background is necessary. Um, a bit of background about the Sega Genesis, also known as the Mega Drive in European uh, places, um, is necessary. Um, well, the Sega Genesis is a console that we all know and love. Um, and inside of it, there's a bunch of chips. Uh, the 68000 being the processor, the main processor in it. There's also another processor in it called the Z80. And uh, the Z80 has mapped onto its address space a um, FM chip, the YM2612, and a PSG, Programmable Sound Generator. And um, those two sound chips generate music. And so you have the two sound chips um, kind of attached to the Z80 in, in some sense. Um, and uh, the 68K running. And so the 68K can acquire the Z80 bus and have it mapped onto its address space in a little peculiar area and um, upload a, a driver, as it's known, to the Z80 memory. The Z80 memory pri- primarily being RAM. Um, and then reset the Z80. And so um, you can you send the Z80 a program and have it run. And that, that, that program typically runs sound, sound like, it's like a sound program. And so this is like a sound driver. And so uh, <laughs> and so uh, there's a particular sound encapsulation format called VGM uh, for video game music. Video game music being this, this, this file called a VGM file. And uh, this is a, a driver for it, uh, for the Sega Genesis. So let's get let's get to the interview, and uh, hope you enjoy. All right, everyone, we're here with Kibbles, and uh, welcome. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Not uh, not too bad. So rumor has it you um, wrote a pretty wicked VGM driver for the Sega Genesis. Um, how did you get into Sega Genesis programming? Well, um, I I don't know. I, I, I um, it's one of the, one of the consoles I had as a kid. I always thought it was pretty cool, um, and I, I always wanted to do some some kind of like retro kind of console development and um, just like hey I'll, I'll learn to program Sega Genesis um, I think I, I wanted to, to do the Sega CD I haven't quite got there yet uh, but on the way um, one of the you know one, one of the things I wanted to be able to do is play music on it so could you describe what VGM is for the audience? Yes, it is a, um, well, it's, it's a spec that um, describes uh, uh, chiptunes. Um, there's a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of different chips that um, can, that that this works with. It's not just the Sega Genesis. There's um, quite a number of, of different ones that it can use. Um, and so, 
that you know that's pretty much it um it it sets up you know the instruments that define the songs um samples in the songs and then you know the, the notes on and off and um changing the decay rate of stuff or adding you know um special effect like some echo or other effects to 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 the songs i see and uh why VGM? Well, um, it looked well. Really, I, you know, I, I, I only started programming the, the Genesis about a year and a half ago or so, and I, when I, um, I didn't really, you know, know. I just knew that I that I wanted to be able to do sound as well as graphics. So I kind of learned the basics of like the background sprites, and that seemed to be pretty well defined. But how I would get sound and music into into things wasn't clear to me and especially things that I could like make not that I make very good stuff but um, and I use like a strictly like Linux um, environment when I, when, I, when I work and so I stumbled you know across some like trackers and uh, one, you know one of them was uh, like Depple mask and one of the outputs it has this you know VGM format and so that seemed well that seems like you know the uh, most convenient um, workflow I could have would be to use, you know, to, like, Duffel Mask, write songs, export it into VGM, and then if I had a way I could load it in and play it, that'd be great. And then I saw that you wrote, um, you know, you wrote that little VGM driver. I mean, it was it was in um, SDCC, and it was really to the point, and I was like, once I saw that, I got it. I was like, okay, that's actually not too hard, except I wanted it to be, you know, a little more just like, um, you know, like, cover some of the edge cases and, you know, be able to load songs wherever I want. And um, so I just kind of basically took that core that you wrote and just expanded upon it. And uh, what is SDCC for everyone? Small Device C Compiler. <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, a cool little, little compiler for little chips like the Z80 and various other... 8-bit chips and others. Yeah, it's a quite nice little compiler. I, I really like it, yeah, personally. And I, I never really um, used it till I saw those examples, and it just, you know, it seemed like they would, you know, be the perfect thing for that, and it looks like, you know, since then, you know, learned about, like, the some of the optimizations you can do with the compiler, like the peephole optimizations, where I can tell the, you know, compiler, hey, don't do this, what I tell you for this particular, um, you know, um, way that you're creating the assembly. I think that there's still a lot to be done, um, you know, with it, um, because I mean, there's, you know, there's... Okay, the, it, it, what you can do with the Z80, and especially with C in something like sound playback, it, it, it's almost at the point now where I want to just rewrite the whole thing in straight assembly. And I've actually taken like large chunks of the uh, of, of what's there, and um, there's a lot of inline assembly right now, and and it's kind of ugly. <laughs> yeah, I looked at the code. It's um, it's kind of hard to follow. Yeah, and uh, you know, it started that you know I, I 
it, it was, uh, you know, the, the earlier versions, which are almost entirely uh, um, just in C, were, were a little easier to follow, and they just kind of filled in all the different cases and did some initialization to figure out where in memory it was and to do bank switching and all that. And it comes to a point where I was having, I, w I would time out everything, you know, but how the C would be compiled into assembly would waste a lot of cycles, and there's really not a lot to waste. Um, there's the the chips not clocked very fast, and we want to do as much as we can, especially with PCM playback. And that's the whole that's that's the real trick is to be able to do PCM playback um, and to hopefully do as much as you can. I, I'm currently limited to like eight kilohertz and just one sample playing at a time. And I want to see that. I think it's possible to increase that at least to have you know a couple samples playing at once or a sound effect and a, and a sample. Really probably more could be done with some new ideas um, that add some complexity to the whole process. Um, and I don't, you know, I'm, I haven't, this is, you know, probably the first Z80 assembly I've ever done, so I'm just kind of digging into it and um, learning. What is, uh, what is the hardest thing in development? Well, uh, for one is there's so many files out there in VGMs, but different permutations of of ways that this is represented. Is is trying to come up with um, files that I can play and to cover the edge cases, um, so that there's not some song that doesn't play or that is half the speed that it should be, or the sound effect that has you know weird noises. Um, Finding and identifying that is, has been tricky. Um, I have, you know, no, you know, kind of a number of them that I tend to run through that to cover some of these cases um, because the VGM format has been around for a while and it's changed several times. And so, you know, some people will incorporate a, you know, really old VGM file and they'll want to play it on the driver, so I'd like it to work. Um, or they'll have a brand new one for that's that's using the latest um, spec and you know, I'd like that to work too. Um, and just making all those different versions kind of kind of play would be, you know, that, that's that's been uh, that's been tricky. What does your Linux setup look like? Um, I I'm running a um, Ubuntu um, twelve oh four. Um, on, on my laptop, and it is a it's an Asus ZenBook um, that I, that I use for for most of my most of my development. And yes, why do I am I still in 1204? Well, because I have everything very nicely running in in 1204 right now, and I have some other special things and, and things I've done to Unity to like turn off um, the, the touchpad gestures because they drive me crazy. And yeah, you know, eventually I'll upgrade, but it's it's been a pretty stable uh, platform for me. That's my main you know, development. Um, I use Vim uh, for my for my editor, and I use Screen. You know, I guess you could call that as you know, as my ID. <laughs> um, so I'll usually have like uh, you know, terminal open, and I'll have Screen running, and I'll have you know, Vim session with you know, code in it. Um, I'll have some other screens open with um, either, you know, I'll use like XXD and, and look at like the data and the VGM files and then I'll have another screen over I can do builds and that's, 
that's pretty much how I work. I couldn't help but notice that, um, um, I could be getting the acronym wrong here, because I, oh, I look at the acronym and I always forget, um, but I couldn't help but notice that the VGM driver is in SGDK. I'm wondering how, did you approach, um, is it Steph who maintains SGDK? Steph maintains that, and, um, actually, it was just, just pulled, it was just pulled in, so, um, Steph just pulled it in originally. Uh, and I, I think I just posted on one of the forums, like, hey, this is what I am. And, uh, you know, and before I knew it, like, it was actually in there, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, just another thing about the open source projects. These, you know, little, little things are added to, and they become part of bigger projects, which I think is pretty neat. Um, and then I've, you know, messaged Steph and gotten some, you know, advice of what we could do to improve it. And I've added some more. More recently, I've added um, the sound effects support uh, to to the VGM format and sped, up, sped it up um, significantly, and that's why there's so much inline assembly. And also made it, you know, better support older versions of, of the spec. And that's more recently also been pulled into the SGDK toolkit. So, um, SGDK is the Sega Genesis Development Kit. This is uh, maintained by our friend Steph, and this is a development kit for the Sega Genesis, as the name would um, state. Um, I haven't really used it too much. Um, I know you're not the expert on it, but uh, the last time I checked it was for DOS. Um, is it um, a Linux binary, or is it a Linux library that you can compile? Um, or how do you incorporate it in your development? That's a good question. Um, so, you know, one of the first things I did was try to set up a Linux environment. Um, there's a user, um, uh, there's someone on the on the forums, um, Chili Willy, um, who had, you know, a bunch of steps. These are what you do to set up SGDK, or, or really just set up a Linux um, development environment, and you could also include SGDK because you can absolutely set up a Linux or, or a Genesis development um, environment on Linux without SGDK, and lots of people do. Um, but you have to be able to do, you know, you have to have the, um, you have to have um, GCC with, you know, to be able to compile Motorola um, 6800. Um, you need, you know, the right assembler, or so you need, you know, and, and a bunch of other tools. Um, and ready to go. Um, so I kind of like the idea of having also like a toolkit on top of that so I don't have to like write everything from scratch. I did a little bit of just kind of understanding how some of this stuff works in straight assembly, but I'd have, you know, might as well build upon the things that other people have written when I can. And if I'm really interested, I'll, I'll dive into that particular aspect. And so there's a, um, so I took those 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 steps and those scripts from Chili Willy, and I put it together into you know another little just I, it's like a Google Code um, project, and that compiles it for you. So really, all you have to do is download, or you just have to um, you know check out the, the the repo and type make to build the 
initial development environment and then you go into the SGDK subdirectory and or you type make SGDK and you have a fully functional Linux um, Genesis development with SGDK ready to go. And it ported it to FreeBSD as well. So it should work there too. That's uh that's right cool. Everyone for everyone the that's in the show notes and um I'm probably going to close the interview here. Um, do you have anything else that you want to add? Well, uh, you know, a lot, all everything I've done here, um, it's it's in you know, it's in large part and thanks to um, uh, all the people on the on the, on the Sprite Mind forums. <laughs> uh, you know, without without all that information, I don't think I would have figured half of this stuff out, or it would have taken me a very long time. Oh yeah, yeah, the people on the forums are great. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel embarrassed to ask questions, uh, but I try and get past that and ask them anyway. And, and I think they're all pretty, you know, pretty accepting. I think, you know, there's only been a few times when anyone's even been, I, I like, slightly rude to anyone. It's usually when it's called for us. <laughs> you know, they're, they're actually, they don't... They're very noob friendly. Obviously, they 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 answered a lot of my questions, and and I and I definitely was a noob. Uh, yes, it's, they've been very helpful. Okay, and that form link is in the show notes, everyone. If you want to learn about psychogenesis development, that's the place to go, and talk to everyone in the community who is doing it. And uh, thank you, and we will talk to you later. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.